Welcome to the Fermunda Show. I'm Michael Cardoza. I'm Travis Miner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so oh, woo, woo. it's been a while since we have uh, gotten together and actually put together a podcast, but uh, we want to go ahead and kind of revisit each other's, um, I don't know, what's been going on, I guess. How you been? Uh, our emotions. We're going to talk about our yeah. emotions, our feelings. Yeah. Everything like that. Because we don't see any therapists. We're so. going to get real deep. So tell real me. Quick. Tell me what's going on, man. What's cracking in your life right now, dude? Not too much. I've been traveling around a little bit with uh, with the lady. Nikki's not here right now. Uh, our behind the scenes producer and everything like that. Uh, we went to Chicago not too not too long ago. Went to a Bears game. Really? So, yeah, we were, we were over in Chicago for about four days. It was nice. awesome. Was it yeah. cold? You know what? It was perfect. Like, I thought it was going to be cold and everything. It didn't rain one single day we were there. Maybe, like, a little bit one night it rained, but it was, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Every day uh, it wasn't too cold. Uh, the last day at the, at the Bears game, I did end up wearing two pairs of pants and, like, two shirts, a jacket, what? all sorts of shit. Really? Yeah, because my flight was right after the game. And, like, you know, I was, I was really, like, just, I wanted to go to see Soldier Field and everything, so we just, we squeezed it in in the morning. And so I went straight from the game to the airport, awesome. and I was literally wearing everything that I like. I had so much stuff packed in, so we're going through security at the game, right? And they're like, "All right, empty out all your pockets." I was like, "Oh shit, I've got so much shit, like battery chargers, all just You're like all eight of them." Yeah, they had like a plastic <laughs> bag you could put stuff in, like a little, just like almost like a grocery bag, but it's just like so they can see through it, like see your phone, your keys, your wallet, right? And like that's oh, wow. what you got. Okay. I come up with just it's stuff full. The security guard was like, "I don't want to deal with this." <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's like, he's like, I, and I had to, I like give my whole. Like, I'm going. I'm hopping on an airplane after this. Like that's all my shit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it was hilarious. Did they Got confiscate pick- anything? No, no. He literally just didn't want anything to do with it. it. Was like, I hope, I hope it's good. Oh wow! And just let me through, man. So you could so have had some serious that security shit. guard at Soldier Field. You guys, that's uh, on there. Yeah, TSA <laughs> might want to take a look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> It was a t- it was just regular security at a at a like a sporting event. Oh, you're talking about the I went sport- to Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were t- I thought, yeah, that was at I don't Soldier know why Field. I'm thinking you're talking about the airport. Yeah, no, the okay. airport. I literally just took up took my jacket. This was security at, at the field at, at the, the field. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. see that that video that viral video of that security guard just patting down people, but he's not really putting in any effort. Yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably a majority of the fucking people. Absolutely, there. absolutely. Don't be yeah. surprised if some fucking terrorist attack happens at a yep. at one of those games. God forbid. But. I got hit on by a couple homeless people. Was, Hell yeah. Yeah, they thought they'd come walking up. Nikki and I are like eating, you know, out in some park, and they're walking up like, "Hey, ladies," and turn, <laughs> "What the fuck? Huh? <laughs> What's nice. going on here?" Love it. That's hilarious, dude. And and it just makes me wonder because uh, we went to a, a fight recently to go watch uh, some uh, Muay Thai. And we, we got approached by a crackhead. And I was like, damn, this crackhead is kind of good looking. Yeah. Like, there was some good looking crackheads. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. That part of town. I was like, what? She She's either like new crackhead or, or something <laughs> going on. And she's... You know, <laughs> she's a little green to yeah, the crack she's, industry. she's green crack. You know, it's... it's... <laughs> oh, man. I was like, you still got your teeth. This doesn't seem right. It was weird. And they were like, they were you, you, you couldn't see through them yet. And everything, yeah. oh, they were kind of, you know, it was glass teeth. She still stuff. had a little. She still had some hope in her eye, which w- was what that was. She <laughs> she wasn't like completely dead to the world. Yeah, and she she looked very uncomfortable asking for money. Yeah. So she wasn't a pro. At yeah. It. She, yeah. Yeah. She she was new. She, she was, was. Yeah, you could yeah. tell she was new she was, crackhead. She was new crackhead. Yeah. She was new crackhead. That's 
There's old crackhead. There's some that are born into it and everything. They know the they old know. ways. You know, yeah. It's old school. They offer blowjobs right off the bat. Right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not even asking. It's not, no, there's no, there's no, hey, would you? It's just like, I'll blow you for uh, $5. Like, wow. I'm just <laughs> like, whoa, I'm just walking to the, to the fucking 7-Eleven here. What's going on? Those are fucking Girl Scout cookies on your table. You're telling me you're blowing? Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. Well, I just got back from Tucson. I uh, went to go see Wu-Tang Clan. Nice. 25th anniversary tour that they're doing. Fuck, man. That that group is so amazing, bro. Like, they bring back so many memories from my childhood. How long was the show? Like, two hours. Perfect. So, they, they started off with... Maybe the, not long enough. No. No. I'm I, No. They got way more songs. Yeah. Like, they had way more hits. But they did uh, the first two albums, and then they went into, like, they scattered the solos. Uh, but Old Dirty Bastard's son was there performing. And he has the spirit of his father. Man. How good was it? it? Was Dude, he was good, man. Oh, we we had VIP tickets, so we were right there in the front, like kind of the middle, over, you know, facing the front row. And then uh, he comes up, and there's like tables right in front of us. He hopped on the table and started performing. It was sick. I like that style. Yeah, it was I like sick. I like, I like when performers bring you into it. Dude, so much That's, energy, that's my, my favorite. So were they missing anyone? No. Other, I mean, ODB, of course. but None. So they even brought his son up just to completely fill out the entire yeah. lineup. Yeah. Was this how long have have they been performing all together recently, or is this the first time they've done it in a while? This is the first time they've done it in a while. Usually, when they do a show all together, somebody's always missing. Yeah, that's what I figured because you know, I, mean, I think I've seen I've seen Method Man and Red Man. <clears throat> I haven't seen Wu Tang. You know what I mean? You know that Red Man is actually an official member of Wu Tang now. Really? They made him an official member. That's cool. They announced it on stage. It was cool. Was he there? No, he wasn't there. But he but Met the Man did uh Rockwaller. The song with Met the nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope, man. Okay. It was such a good show. And Met the Man still has a lot of energy, but he is yoked. Like, dude is big. Okay, why do you think? Because uh supposedly he's trying out for the role of bishop for Marvel. Okay. So he has to be really buff. He's na- I mean, he's naturally kind of a big dude. Yeah, well, he's tall. I know that for sure. But okay, that, that he's just a lot bigger. He used to be really skinny back in the days, but now he's just like. Well, he's used to wear big ass clothes too. He's like Hugh Jackman, big dude. That's good. Is did he actually? Does he does he have the role? Did he get it? I don't know if he got it yet, but okay. he's, he's lobbying for it. Okay, they're fighting for it. So hopefully he gets it, man, because he actually how, looks like Bishop. How big did he actually look, dude? Um, I I can't really compare it to anybody, but but like just. I don't know. But he looked like he was on steroids. Like a heavyweight fighter or something? He looked like a heavyweight fighter. No shit. Yeah, dude. Damn. He was big. And I, and uh, according to like the interviews, uh, I think all the members are like starting to lose weight and work out because they want to be... like That's like their challenge. You know, They see him and they're like, fuck, I want to do that. Damn. That's dope, man. Try are they going to... So may... Are they maybe working on that stuff because maybe they're going to start their own productions or something? No, Rizzo's been doing movies for a while. Yeah. Um, he's got a new movie coming out. It looks pretty good. And then he produced the Wu-Tang series, the show, mm-hmm. for Hulu. And they're going to come out with a new season. You said that was pretty good? Dude, it's amazing. Okay. That show is awesome. I haven't seen that yet. I don't have Hulu. Yeah, you got to watch it. You can get it for 30 days free, binge watch the shit out of it, and then turn it off. <laughs> Shut that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, man. That's what I want to do with YouTube, but I already, I already used up my trial. I just want to test the waters. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so let's get into it, man. We got uh, some crazy <coughs> segments that we're going to dive into today. Our first thing that we're going to try out is going to be strange news from around the world. So we got a story out here where I want Travis to kick off. Strange news from around the world. 
Oh, I was just trying to throw something in there. That was pretty good, man. All right. I like it. I don't have the music pulled up, though, but... Uh, oh, are we supposed some, to have music with I it? was going to have some, like, news. Strange news. Strange news from around the world. All right, broadcasting music. Let's try this. Achoo. All right. So what do we got here? British authorities scramble to find... Oh, wait. Is that is that our song? Yeah. Am I going to do it over there? This just in, British authorities scramble to find stolen golden toilet. Alright, the British police have arrested a 60-year-old, a 66-year-old man in connection with the theft of a solid gold toilet from a palace in West London. Now, the toilet, worth by some estimates up to $1.25 million, was connected to the plumbing and the building. As a result, its removal caused extensive damage and the Belheim police of uh, the UNESCO World Heritage Site of the birthplace of Winston Churchill. So this was like the uh, the palace for like the Dukes of Marlborough. <laughs> That's what I said, the Duke of Marlborough. Told the Sunday Times in August, the palace is a principal residence of the Dukes of Marlborough. Firstly, it's plumbed in. He's talking about the... I thought they were talking like, about Alabama, dude. The Dukes of Marlboro. <laughs> the Dukes of Marlboro over here in Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama! <laughs> we're over here we're installing golden toilets in Alabama, all right? We don't know. We've got we to have a lid heavy enough so the raccoons can't lift it up, you know? So we, get, we make gold ones. Except out there, they're spray-painted in gold. Dude. No, but they asked this guy. They're like, dude, how does someone steal a solid gold toilet out of the palace here? And he's like, all right, well, the palace is, it's the principal residence for the Dukes, right? Firstly, it's plumbed in, so they didn't think, and you know, yeah. it's attached to the building. They didn't think anyone was going to steal it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, secondly, they don't know who last used it and what they ate, that's so no one's willing to guard it. <laughs> that's so gross. All right? To think about, Here's the kicker oh, to this thing man. that I was reading. It's kind of like an art piece. It, it is an art piece with this gold said, toilet. It was is. worth how much? Uh, $1.25 million. Jesus Christ. People are shitting in something worth more than like three of my houses. Yeah. Four of my houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, worth any of my houses because I actually don't own a house. Yeah. You know? And people are shitting in this thing. <laughs> yeah. the, gr the kicker of all, the shitter of all this is that this was an art piece and they uh it's it's valued at this great piece and everything everyone loves it because and it's named it's the kicker is the name to it it's called america <laughs> oh shit i'm surprised they didn't name it trump or shots something. fired <laughs> like, they're man. just calling it the whole country man that i mean that kind of goes to show you like the uh point of view like the world point this. of view yeah. about america mm -hmm. it's a golden toilet Name and it's kind of perfect, you know? I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, like, the, the big differences of societies here and everything. You have the, the mega rich and then the super, super poor here. Like, we have it, you have it all. Yep. So I guess, like, a gold toilet kind of sums it up. But uh, that's pretty <laughs> amazing. A 66-year-old man is was arrested in connection with this. How's that old fart? Gonna, old fart stealing golden toilets. What do you know? How, how did he get it out of there? How can he lift well, it? They say he had to use two vehicles. How are, you, how are you going to try to get money for this? I mean, not everybody has a golden toilet. They're going to know you stole that shit. you got to just melt that shit down. 
That's ridiculous. That's like the first stop. You get a golden. Well, the first stop is to actually find like somewhere ironic to like take pictures of you shitting in it in, and then yeah. melt that shit down into ingots, and then go to offshore. Yeah. Banks. Bas- basically. <laughs> I don't know, man. That one's that one's pretty. Uh, that's pretty shitty. That's a shitty ass fucking mm-hmm. toilet, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we got next? All right. This is the uh, grumpy cat. Oh yeah, oh. the meme, the grumpy cat meme. The grumpy cat. Remember that old grumpy cat? No I do. Meme? Yeah. How old like, is that? Like nine years? One of the more. <laughs> I don't know, but he was on his ninth live. Oh, well, there it is. You know, actually, to tell you the truth, he was on more than that because grumpy cat has died. All right, uh, but the spirit will live on. The family says the spirit lives on. Now I have not read this story as of yet. Because uh, I thought that cat died a long time ago. <laughs> Sad news. In the that cat world. looked like it was dead inside from kittenhood. All right. That thing. <laughs> I mean, apparently it was a lovely cat. It was friendly and everything like that. It just looked like it was fucking constipated. I don't know. So why did it look sad, though? I don't know. Or look grumpy? I think it's the breed of cat. Oh, they just look like their eyes are drooping. You know, like how Sharpays, they always look confused just because they're always wrinkly and everything yeah, like that. Maybe it's just the breed of the cat. Let's see. The Scowling Kitty died of complications from a urinary tract infection. Jesus what the Christ. fuck do you know? It was Jesus. It was oh, only geez. seven. It only. It was only seven. She only had seven of its lives lived. But, uh, That's you know what? Them, That's that shows you, man. That's just karma, dude. Don't be so grumpy. Because you don't need that negativity in life. It's just going to drag you down and kill you <laughs> at a young age, dude. Oh, man. Seriously. Darling memes. Pfft, that was a, just a fucked up cat. Now it's dead. <laughs> now it's in ki- kitty heaven. Yeah. Do, do, cat do, heaven. Do, all, do all cats go to heaven? I know all dogs do. Probably but not. But do we man. know about cats? cats? Because I know I know the Egyptians thought cats were evil and they were afraid of cats. Dude, cats are evil, man. They're yeah. fucking mean. Here, let's look it up. Let's they're ask not, Google. Do all not, cats go to heaven? They're not like dogs, dude. You, know, you have to earn their love. Yeah, it's definitely something you gotta. That, that is something. They're they're uh, they're not as shallow emotionally as a as a dog is. They they it's like it's like they come with daddy issues. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Like having a cat is like having a young stripper in the house. Yeah, it's like it's not gonna listen. It's not. You know? It's not gonna yeah, listen. That's what you get when you get it's a just cat, gonna dude. take your money. <laughs> it's gonna fuck you and leave. Yes. That's all it's gonna do. Are we allowed to cuss on this? I'm not sure. I don't care. Who cares? It's our fucking podcast. Oh, so based on the Holy Bible, cats and other animals cannot be sent to hell or heaven because that is where the spirit goes. In short, cats and dogs don't have spirits, they're just aimless, furry figures walking around the earth, according to the Bible. Jesus. Hmm. Jesus. You said it. <laughs> you said it, man. You said it, man. Mm. Not sure about that. Now, that's according to the Bible, though. Like like uh, Buddha or what uh, those other things that believe in reincarnation. What do they think? I believe in reincarnation. I mean, where does the spirit go? It, it, what is it? It floats around in, in the ether? I mean, it's got a... It's got a fulfill itself it's got to go into some sort of entity what right? is a spirit it's an energy form right? energy life or some sort of energy and what happens with energy energy has to be used otherwise energy dies right, right. well energy doesn't die actually well, it's just energy is yeah it's, it's a constant it has to be it has to be inside of a vessel for it to be used you know mm-hmm. i think of energy i, th- I mean 
rechargeable energy is the best way to think. I mean, the most simple form, but I don't know. We're kind of getting off on a tangent. Here. Yeah, very big tangent. Because I have no, I don't know anything. We about went from grump, grumpy cats <laughs> to spirits and entities. I don't think I'm stuff. qualified. To talk God about damn that. you, grumpy cat! You're do, you're at it again. Okay, so in further news. Um, <laughs> Is, so, this, is it really? Is it really new? To kind of wrap up our strange world news stories, um, if you want healthy plants, some people say that you should talk to them. And if you want to make delicious cheese, try playing hip-hop music. Yeah, that's what this says. So that's the finding of a recent experiment by researchers in Switzerland who set out to determine how sound waves might affect the microorganisms that give cheese its flavor. Now, are right. the Swiss the leading cheese experts? I don't know, but I got a feeling for a flavor, too. Oh. That's what, <laughs> in the hip-hop world, that's a term. I got a feeling for a flavor. Dang. The experiment titled Cheese in Surround Sound started off last fall with nine 22-pound wheels of mental cheese placed in nine separate wooden crates, each assorted from fromage, like fromunda, was played one of the various types of sound waves and songs, including Mozart's Magic Flute, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, and We've Got the Jazz by the hip-hop legend Tribe Called Quest. Pointing's rude. Shout out to Ali Shahid. There was also one controlled cheese wheel that, was given, that wasn't given any music at all. Depressing. Fucking sad, man. Mm. How are you not going to give no cheese, no music, man? Solitary confinement. So the cheeses were exposed to music 24 hours a day over six months through a transmitter that focuses sound waves into the cheese wheels. When the cheeses had been produced, the milk came from the same farmers and was processed in the same vat so that the wheels would be as identical as possible. Okay. Once the cheese matured, they were analyzed by professional food technologists and concluded the cheese wheels exposed to music had a milder flavor compared with the controlled cheese. The group also determined that the cheese was placed hip-hop, had a dis discernibly stronger smell and stronger fruitier taste than the other test samples so here it says i like its flavor quote and so the hip-hop cheese was my favorite cheese rock and roll and techno there was not such a big difference so that just goes to show you that hip-hop just has more flavor Boom. than other That's genres good. of music right Man. the cheese can also he work waiting as a, for that one dude the cheese can also work as a transmitter between different people who like hip-hop or who like <clears throat> folk music or rock and roll. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Transmitter. That's the word they use, transmitter. I have no idea okay, so it's like use that word. So though. it's like, okay, you, you have a cheese party. You have all these cheeses, right? Yeah. You got like your rock and roll cheese, your hip-hop cheese. And it's like, I don't know who's coming to this party. I don't know who these people are. So you put this cheese out as experience. Yes. It's like, all right, whichever one of them cheeses they prefer, I know that they're into that. So that's how I could start. There you Dude, go. Dude, that'd be perfect for picking up chicks. There you uh, go. Yeah. You, bring, you invite a bunch of chicks to the party. You put out all your different. Now you know. You start You start throwing on that music or something, you know? It's a little nerdy, but I'm going to go with how this is more of like uh, what they call analytics. I know that what we do in our regular career, it has to do with it. But statistically, if you put stuff out, you can see what you get back based off of the analytics of something. So if you're putting different various cheeses out, you know what kind of personality you're dealing with. Based on hypothesis. what you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, see? You're right, dude. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. That's it's, it's pretty cheesy, but it's good. <laughs> All right. So our next segment we're going to go into, um, we have a segment where we give advice. Um, the first... <laughs> 
the first thing I want to bring up is that this is going to be relationship advice, okay? So we went into uh, Reddit. We read up on all the different uh, various questions. Turn, turn that up. I like that. We, we, we read up on all the various advice, life advices we have, relationship, we got money advice, got career advice, we got uh, parenting advice. So so we figured that we are the best fit for this type of type of job and giving advice. My position alone, I've been separated three times from my wife, nearly divorced, so I am the best person for relationship advice. Okay, so here we go. First thing I'm going to read in this relationship advice. All right, this one is titled Anal Sex. <clears throat> yeah, that's definitely one to clear your throat for. <laughs> My boyfriend did something concerning during sex, and I'm not sure if he just didn't know or if it was intentional. Together for one year, and we lived together, otherwise happy and loving, respectful relationship, this post might be a little TMI. But I don't feel comfortable seeking advice about this anywhere else. So I'm asking here how other people would feel about it. So we have good sex. And I have felt happy and satisfied with it. I think he's generous in bed and cares about my own pleasure. I would not describe him as selfish and only caring about himself. Yeah, that's what selfish is. Until this incident, however. He's been asking me to try anal for a very long time. I kept saying no and explained my reasoning for it. It's the poop shoot. That's probably one good reason. Mm -hmm. Which was that I was scared and it would hurt because it takes way more prep care than PIV sex. What's PIV sex? Piv. Penis and vagina. Pe oh, yeah. Hey, damn, dude. Fucking Travis with the acronyms. I love yeah. it. Here's the TMI part. I search porn. <laughs> I was thinking POV, dude. Point of view, but okay. Yeah, there's all, all sorts of acronyms. <laughs> Here's the TMI part, and I apologize. He had never tried it before. He's been <coughs> he's been fingering me back, back there during sex, and I was okay with it. Yeah. But for a few days ago, I was laying on my stomach during sex, and he stuck it in my ass without warning. Mm. I was a little drunk. Wait, without warning? Without, dude, just boom, <laughs> just, prison style, just dude. diving in. Yeah, dude. Uh, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who who oh hasn't just God. looked at a, a nice ripe anus just poking through the sheets right there and just hasn't just, wanted to just... Oh, just yeah, ream that, it real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, just okay. in my experience with my own anus, I just, I want to be in that one. No That's, consent needed. Oh, none. None. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's she's the sleeping. Yeah. yeah, she don't need a know. No, she's not going to notice. I was a little drunk, but knew it felt off. What the fuck? How do you not know the difference? She was she was a lot more than a little drunk. Let's just when you're when you're passed out, uh, when you're with your stomach down on the bed and your ass up in the air, you're either you're either extremely sick or extremely drunk. And she was probably a little more than drunk, a little uh, drunk. She was way drunk. Mm -hmm. She was belligerent. I told him it would hurt, and he said to try and relax. <laughs> Dude, this guy is off the rails, oh, dude. Shit. Just, it's okay. It's okay. He has so, been arrested. He has been in this. He has been through the system. Don't look at me, puppy. Just relax. relax don't let the guards know. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I did try to relax, but it hurts so bad. 
I did try to relax, but the ski mask was throwing everything off. <laughs> no, but that's a great ski mask. So he stuck it in my ass without warning. I love that. Okay. Without <laughs> warning. I did try to relax, but it hurt so bad. And I asked him like three times to pull it out before he finally did, at which point he apologized. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> but afterwards, he did it again. Oh. And I asked him to stop again, and he said to wait because he was about to finish. So I allowed it to happen. I just waited until uh. he came. While in some pain, in all honesty, it sucked. <laughs> I'm not going to say I was raped, because I blame myself for the whole thing. But it was painful, not enjoyable. And he thinks it was great. There was no lube. Damn! Mm. Or anything so obviously that it did not feel good to me. What an asshole. <laughs> he wasn't rough about it. But it was still like, what the fuck? <laughs> How can you not understand that you can't just stick your dick raw into somebody's ass? So... Jesus Christ! I love how she's trying to make perfect sense of this. It's like, I'm not with... I'm, he's not. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. Dude, he's, he's, it's not he's, a vagina. And it get, and it doesn't get wet on its own. It makes me feel like he yourself. knew but didn't care. I just feel very uncomfortable with the whole situation. I'm not sure what to do about it. How should I have this conversation with him? What should I do about it? How would you react? 100%. That's the question. Disrespect. The guy does not give a shit. Literally. Does not give a shit. Well, she's going to give a shit. No. Huh. After that. Like that's pancake shit. That's a dick enema, dude. Yeah. Boom, boom. <clears throat> that's horrible. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. Look, my advice to you would be to just, you know, go with... Roll with the punches, man. Go with the flow. Go with the flow, dude. You know? I mean, if you really love him... And look, first of all... Roll with the trunk punches. I, I, I don't know. This is a fine line, but I don't know if I would call it rape. But that's just me. Because you guys are in a relationship. It's not like you fought him off. You just laid there and let him fucking do it. And then you let him finish. So don't even bring that shit up, okay? If you tried to fight it and he was just forcing you to do it... That's a different story. That's right, yeah. That would be right. It sounds like she is kind of like, she's one of these people that was, well, what she, was she wearing? And now she was like, well, what position were you in? <laughs> you were sleeping with <laughs> your butt in the air. Oh, man. Just the fact that she was, like, she told him no. And it was like, all right, all right. Oh, oh sorry. It's like, no. Oh, but just give it a second. Just give it a second. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. That feels tight. Mm. I know it's not the vagina, but. Oh, my God. Oh my god, dude. That sounds like an American... Is that American Emmy? American Me? American that, Me, American History me. X. Don't look at me. Don't look at me, puppy. Don't look at me. I have to do it this way now. Alright, so you got the next one, dude. Alright. No sex advice. Alright, let's see. I gotta I gotta bring this up. Where's the story? Sorry, I'm getting through it. Is it the parenting advice or the... It's right above that. I call the relationship. No sex... Okay, so this is a, uh, a post here. Hi, everything. Hi, everyone. First time posting here. I'm really hoping I can get some advice. All right. Sure. I hope I can have some advice. No, this don't forget the first part. Sex advice. Right above that. Oh, boyfriend hasn't wanted to have sex in ten months. What a pussy. Ten months. 
I I understand like hours, right? Ten hours. Why 10 would hours. a man not want to go ten go ten months without having sex, dude? Seriously. Yeah, two days, two or three days. Tops. Yeah, sometimes you need some rest. Sometimes you know it gets a little raw or something like that. You know, yeah, or you know you're out of shape. You know the stamina's just not there. You need a couple of days. We're not we're not all we're not all thirteen anymore. <laughs> Alright, my boyfriend, 27, and I, 25, have barely had any sex during the whole relationship. Red flag already. It should start out with a lot of sex. Like, right in the beginning, don't you think? Like, like, you know? That's the way it should be in the beginning. Right. Like, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so even already, it's a red flag. And no sex during the whole relationship. That's already like, alright, maybe he's like religious or something? Probably. Alright. So I have talked to him, and and time. And time again about wanting to do it. Mm. I love it when girls say, let's do it. I'm like, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's fucking yeah. do it. And I'm like, all right, all right. I got to get you to school first. And it's like, as well. <laughs> the, the bell rang. Come yeah. on, we got to go. You're going to be late for first period. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> as wanting to do it as well as trying to initiate myself on countless times. He's always, he always turns me down and never wants to talk about why. I usually don't like using the words always and never, but in this case, they are completely valid. I have suggested counseling or seeing a doc. They've only been together for nine months, dating for nine months, and she's already suggesting counseling and seeing a doctor. Oh, Jesus. But he shot those ideas down. He claims he just, he's just never in the mood. We are all, we are away this weekend celebrating our one year anniversary. I'm really disappointed that we don't we didn't have sex last night i feel like if we don't do it this weekend i need to give up any hope i have i know what it is yeah i i think i do let's, too let's finish them i love him so much parentheses or in yeah those are parentheses he hasn't said i love you to me though and won't and i won't say it first and our relationship is everything i want otherwise i don't know what to do I don't want to break up with him, but I also don't want to spend the rest of my life not having sex. Although he hasn't said I love you to me, he does show me with actions that he does. He does. And we have many plans in the future together. Um, Enjoy your gay boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking something else, but that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, he enjoys your company and enjoys your companionship as a friend and as a, he probably does love you. He's definitely he's, homosexual. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm seeing here. Like, it's you, it, either... Th- or nothing, either There's nothing wrong with that. He's probably in the phase of discovering himself, dude. Or you yeah. are hideous. Or, or you're just really ugly. Yeah, you smell and, or and, something. And he's just like, not... And he's yeah, just, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything on this about nice your hygiene. Guy. So you said you, you've tried everything to initiate and everything. Have you taken a shower? <laughs> have you shaved that amazing fucking forest of a bush you have? Have you done any? Shave your butt, too. What have you done to attract him to you? Right, right. Have you clipped your toes? Have you taken care of the athlete's foot? Have you made him a sandwich? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so. But by this, it it, kind of seems like this dude's a little fruity. I think so. That could be one option. Or, or, Or he's a chronic masturbator. That, too? That, too. You could find out a lot, too. I, I'm just just finding out about this like i thought i was out of control but apparently (laughs) apparently there are some people out there that are like fucking machine guns dude yeah and they like they have to take breaks three four times and stuff like that holy shit 
Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't yeah. know this was a thing. Yeah. And I blame yoga pants. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you girls need to, like, they need to have dress codes around the office, dude. In our office, they don't have dress codes, dude. Yeah, so yeah, they got rid the of that. That's the problem. Yeah. You gotta have a dress code. Because that, that, that'll get men's fucking drawers wet, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yoga pants are ridiculous. But you can yeah. tell everything. But, yeah, and, uh, and it, like I said, if he's a chronic masturbator, yeah. he's just not in the mood. Yeah. He's already got this face. So my advice to you is to first try taking a shower and shaving your arms mm-hmm. and your knuckles. Yeah. And then if he's not into that, he's 100% gay. There but you even go. a gay guy is into, sha- into shaving arms and stuff. But, I mean, just try to shave. Some shave guys your, are into that, dude. Get rid of the hair on your toe knuckles. And then that's the worst. And then put on, yeah. I don't think any guy likes. Yeah, that shit. don't have dirt under your fucking fingernails either. Or your toenails. Or your toenails. Yeah, yeah. You girls that like to dig with your feet and shit, like rabbits. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's gross. Yeah, it's weird. We don't like it. It turns us off like immediately. We could have full on erection, and we see that shit, and it's like, well, I gotta. I guess I gotta handle. I gotta handle this on my own. But. Yeah, that's my advice to you, is uh, like clean yourself up a little bit, and then uh, then then try to get your gay boyfriend into yeah, bed. And if you don't believe that he's gay, take him to a gay bar and see what happens. Yeah, or like a play or something. A Broadway play. Yeah, like a ballet. <laughs> okay, so next up we have uh, parenting advice, and being that Travis has <laughs> never reared a child we're gonna go ahead and allow him to give this parenting advice i will add though i have raised uh two dogs um one successfully so uh i I do think i I am qualified for this 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 segment as well absolutely i have bred betas before uh yet to raise a successful fry to adulthood but we'll see how this goes (laughs) all right uh the caption on this is my kid caught me having sex all right, so this is a classic right off the bat. Like I think, I think this 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 Everybody is gonna happen. Everybody can relate to this. All right, so yeah, ten-year-old daughter saw <laughs> dirty messages. My husband texted me, "Please help." I'm not really sure what to do here. It's my nephew's birthday, <laughs> so we FaceTimed my sister to wish him a happy birthday. As my daughter was has my phone and <laughs> and is talking to him. Two texts pop up from my very drunk husband, who's at his brother's bachelor party. I'll spare you the exact messages, but uh, they were dirty. We're very open about our feelings and anything body-wise in our house. So this is your mistake. (laughs) Right off the good go. I've I've always made it a point that they can talk to me about anything and find everything and and everything and boy does she but anyway she brings me the phone and she's crying i hold her and eventually she tells me that she saw something bad and she didn't she didn't mean to <laughs> oh shit i assure you she's not in any trouble and it's okay i look and see the messages and i die inside mm. because my 10 year old's innocence has been shattered in the way i can't explain and then and then I ask if she'd like a private talk. What the fuck? No. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like, oh my God, everything's gone bad. Like, do you want a private talk about this? Yeah. No. Look, no. I, I, well, <clears throat> this might have been a good, a good tactic, actually. It's kind of weird being, but they were at a party. Yeah. There's probably a bunch of kids around. It's and horrible. she's just freaking out in the middle of this because she just saw a willy. <laughs> 
Okay, and apparently we have those regularly in the house. And uh, where we sit on the bed and we just hash out whatever's going on, from boy troubles to friend troubles to worrying about tests coming up. Alright. She says yes and we sit and talk. I basically told her that moms and dads love each other very much sometimes. And express that love in ways that might seem weird or even gross to kids because kids shouldn't be doing the same things. <laughs> I tell her adults with other adults enjoy sex and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I even joke with her that I remember seeing my parents having sex and hear them say naughty things to each other. <laughs> so you just, man. Like, come on, let me just stick it in the oh, ass hey, one time. You know what? You just saw your dad's dick? Hey, how about your grandma and grandpa's, huh? Yeah, when they used to fuck, they were like, yeah, let's get it in. All right, now you, now you, compound, you compounded it. Now yeah. she's, she, okay, so, all right, you think that's bad. How about this? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it seems like a family tradition. All right. It just, it goes on generation to generation. Oh, my God. So, whole time she's listening, she seems okay. She stopped crying. I made her laugh a few times. Of course, yeah, talking about your fucked up parents. <laughs> I kept her wrapped up in a hug. I finally apologized to her and saw the saw those. And she says she's just really embarrassed. All right, yeah, of course, dude. You just all your friends just saw your dad's little dick. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is awesome. Now, now you got to subject other people's fucking kids. The daughter, to your little dick. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's up. just she's not embarrassed that she's got a dick pic. She's embarrassed that she's got to explain her dad's little dick to all her friends. <laughs> she's like, you're my cousin. You should mad. know. God. She's like, I'm not upset over that. <laughs> the, look look over at this. The best line of this whole thing is that uh, at the end of their talk together. The little girl joked and that she she said she'd bill her mom for the therapy she'll need in the future. Oh, my God. Little girl, dude. Like, why was she 13? 12? Ten-year-old daughter Ten -year -old. has the wherewithal to fucking know that she's going to need therapy. That's sad. There's other things going on then, all That's right? It's not just the dick. This The dick was the last straw this, this is, dick This pick. is the, the surface right here. She's, all right. Tip she's, of the iceberg. But am I really doing okay here? I feel like I've just traumatized my kid. Yeah, well, okay, um, here's the thing is, I think every kid, every kid, every kid eventually sees their parents in a compromised situation, naked. Every kid, yeah. almost every every son sees their dad's dick, yeah. every daughter sees their mom naked, every son probably might have horribly seen their mom naked or something yeah. like that. Everybody. Vice versa, you see your parents in these compromised situations. This it's just technology stepping in. This is the new stories we're going to find out about. You keep letting your kids use your shit, your tablets and all that and kind of sure stuff. And make sure to turn off your Bluetooth when you're watching porn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't tell you how many countless times I've had that Bluetooth hooked up to a speaker. <laughs> what? What's going on down there? Hey. Travis is getting it in. Ooh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's 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 a pretty interesting story. That's a that's a rough one, but I think that's that's the times now. That's how every kids every kids you don't we don't walk. I walked in on my dad in the bathroom one time. I thought the bathroom was clear. He was in there, and but that know, happens. That's happened. Was I've... not expecting it. How how'd you see your dad's dick? <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, that's kind of a personal story. No, I'm just kidding. Man. No, I uh, when I was when I was little. You know, he. I walked in on him. Same, same scenario. Dude. I think every kid walks in on their on their parent, whether it's the mom or the dad, yeah. regardless of what the situation is, because kids don't have any understanding of boundaries. My son walked in on me. He's four years old. He walked in on me peeing, right? And he asked me. He said, "Daddy, why is your pee pee bigger than mine?" 
and I didn't know how to explain it to him. So You're I told like, him, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God he said that because it proves that I don't have a little dick. Nice. Well, <laughs> it's not. A, so then I told him, I said, I got stung by a bee when I was younger. In comparison to a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why is mine so small and yours is so big? I was like, well, I got stung, I got stung by a bee when I was younger and, and it grew and now it's really big. Horrible and, explanation. And, and now he's going around telling everybody, uh, my daddy got stung by a bee in his dude, pee-pee. he's going to go stick his d- dick in a beehive, bro. I hope Thinking he that he's going to he get doesn't. a big dick because bee stings. <laughs> he's going to be, anytime he sees a bee, he's going to just pull his pants down oh, and start waving bad. his dick around like, let's go. Let's go. Nature's Viagra. Come on, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, All right, do I have this next one too? Yes, you got the next one. All right, here we go. I think I'm raising a serial killer. Oh, I love this one. I'm creeped out already. I've been watching a lot of creepy videos and stuff. And, uh, a murderous dude, child, man. Kids are creepy. All right, so. Last night, I was driving home with my child, 13 years old, who stated that she thought she needed help. I asked her why does she think she needs that. She proceeded to tell me that she really wants to know what it feels like to, to stab someone. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> she said this thought is on her mind quite frequently, and sometimes she even wakes up in the middle of the night thinking about it. What the fuck? That's scary. Lock your door, man. Yeah, I hope you got some locks on your door, dude. When we got home, we continued the conversation, and she even said she doesn't think that murder is that bad, and often imagines stabbing the kids at school that piss her off. This scared the shit out of me, as she pulled a knife on me before, but she said her intentions were not to harm me, but to harm herself, which she has done before. She's 13, dude? Damn. But has been clean for about five months. She's been clean of showing you she hurt herself. That's a weird word to use. Yeah. Clean. What, like, I, I will be a clean of she hasn't harmed herself in five okay. months, but that he's seen. I will be making a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. yeah. good luck. Dude. She can hopefully see someone who can help her with this. She's seen a psychologist in the past, but it doesn't seem to have done any good. Oh, dude. Well, then why make another fucking? Yeah, appointment? I don't know. Who are you making a appointment not working. with? You gotta like. Okay, I'll, I'll get to mine at, at the end here. I have hidden all. <laughs> I've hidden all the knives, screwdrivers, and anything she can hurt anyone with. But I'm afraid of her. Wow. Dude, just I mean, be honest about it. I don't have I don't have a lock on my oh, door. Oh, there you go. But I wedge a door stopper under my door when I sleep just in case. I know she's capable of empathy. I've seen it. She's never hurt any animals and cried for days when her little dog she had passed away from cancer about a month ago. Or did she kill it? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her cry at movies, sad songs, so I think she's capable of caring for others. I don't understand if it's desensitization of violent acts or if she's actually a psychopath. I feel so alone with this. I don't know of any other parents that have seen had this issue. I really would appreciate any advice. Thank you. Okay. All right. Terrifying. This girl's already had to seek professional help, but she's 13. I don't think she respects what professional help is. She just knows it's another adult, you know, telling her how she feels everything's okay things like that so i don't think that i don't know how well uh some psychologists are going to 
do with children. I know there's children, <laughs> children therapists know, and things like that that specialize in this kind of stuff. But this, this seems like, I mean, if she's able to care for things and things like that, it sounds like she's like got a bipolar issue, um, maybe yeah. uh, uh, things like that at a young age. It's it sucks. She uh, definitely has some issues, but if you, she if she's showing a little bit of empathy, then you gotta, definitely need to be honest with your feelings. If you're fucking scared, yeah. I, I, I think it's illegal to lock the kid in the door or something. I'm not sure in the room, but I would definitely have a lock on either her door or yours probably i don't know if therapy is gonna help though man it's probably an institution type thing where she probably needs to you know i don't know i don't know with this one <laughs> I, i've had crazy thoughts myself for sure and everything but i mean i've been able to figure that out as right and wrong and things like that and knowing that yeah i want to stab people that fuck with me and stuff like that but you don't do it maybe let her stab some shit <laughs> dude if you look jeffrey dahmer <clears throat> had an issue from the beginning right like but nobody saw the signs yeah because he would collect roadkill that right. was his thing yeah yeah he, and he would like take the skin off and he would strip the muscles everything off of it down to the bone and he would keep the bones because he was really fascinated with the inside of human beings so that I mean, honestly, if if he had the right guidance, he probably would have been a good like. What do you call those people that taxidermy? Uh, ta was it taxidermies or somebody that does uh, autopsies? Autopsies, yeah. yeah. Coroner. Coroner, yeah, yeah, he would have been a good coroner. Yeah, I'm telling you, just all it is is just guidance. I mean, something's going on. That right? is it. You know, maybe she does have an. You know, these people that are professionals are like the best at what they do and stuff. They had they were drawn to things and stuff like that. And psychopaths and stuff like that. Maybe she's on the spectrum. You don't know. Uh, but maybe there's a way to hone this into good. And that's the stuff to figure out for sure. I know we, this took a turn. I, I'm trying to be funny about this. But the only thing I'm thinking is that one scene in Home Alone where... Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Which, which where scene? he's freaking out. And then they're sending, she sends him up to the, the attic. And she's and then he's just sitting there like I wish n none of you were here and like shit like that like you know to me that's fucking terrifying from yeah. a little like but a little what? person that doesn't know about the repercussions of shit. Have you like oh if I fall asleep tonight this little fucker's yeah. gonna stab me in the face? I would be terrified if I had a you kid. Know what I'm, like, I'm glad my kids aren't like that. And then to go out like that and then you know they're interviewing these kids and stuff. It's like why did you do that? Well she wouldn't let me have an extra muffin. Like really. Yeah. You fucking hit your mom in the face with a hammer because she wouldn't let you have dessert. Bro, have you ever seen the movie We Need to Talk About Kevin? I think like when it first came out. Is that uh, who stars in that? Uh, I don't know their names, but I uh, the guy that plays Kevin is the is Flash from the DC movie. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It's like his breakout role. <clears throat> so he uh, the movie is, and without any spoiler, because I, I know it's an old movie, but I'd still like to... For people if you haven't seen it it's a great movie but it has a lot to do with that so basically the mom is um she's cool she's like a normal person but she's depressed <coughs> during the pregnancy and then she ends up having a child who suffers from depression and he in return is a dark individual similar to this child and she kind of she doesn't she she's did, like in denial about it she uh yeah she's in denial about it in the beginning until it's too late and then and then her life is just ruined from 
from the very beginning. That's where it is here. It's like leading up to this. With yeah, this child that's that's this where is... it is here. Like she has this desire and stuff like, and that this dude, these thoughts and stuff are what cause adults to go seek fucking attention and shit like that yeah. when they can't pop this shit out of their head. Dude. So this is something huge that a thirteen-year-old child is dealing with. Maybe this is a little dark, but maybe she, hit her his destiny is her yeah yeah it seems like he's supposed to be killed by her. <laughs> damn dude. Yeah. i didn't want to go there but yeah. i'm just saying it's... i'm just saying where's the mother that's yes that's another thing too that could be a big cause of it yeah. too man yeah Not maybe the there's some, the maybe she's some shit to talk about she's angry about something yeah man. that's all it is dude if you get rid of that some, you're good she something, has mother happened, something might have happened to the mom she's obsessed with death or she's obsessed with violence or something maybe the mom died violently maybe. or she saw something maybe. in a dream or something while that was happening i don't know you really got to tap into the uh the uh creativity the uh what is that imagination right now because it's firing off at all cylinders until she's about 25 that imagination is just going to be going crazy yeah Speaking of imagination, um, we are big movie fanatics. Boom, boom, boy! So uh, we, we have to have the wrap-up game of the podcast, right. which is going to be um, movie trivia. All right? Oh. So oh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send you this link real quick. Actually, I'll do it for you, man. All right? We'll just do, we'll do a trade-off every episode. This episode, I'll do trivia on you. Next one, you do it on me. Absolutely, All that right. sounds good. Okay, cool. These are classic films. These are gr like big blockbuster films. All right, so you have to know the answer to this. If you don't, you're not. How recent? How recent? Uh, probably in the last couple decades. Couple decades. All yeah. right, good. Because if it's like within the, I don't see a lot of the new blockbusters until they get out to a point I can rent them. How about this? Like what do we just do for now? general 90s movie trivia let's just do it all baby let's go okay i'm, I'm right. scared i'm scared here we go i'm a skirt question oh, oh hold on let me pull up my you scared you were scared don't be scared all right so first question what is the name of will smith's character in independence day do i get do i get multiple choices or no damn <laughs> it's tough not on this one john no damn it I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't know it. Damn, I always think it's like Will. Okay, well, the answer is Captain Stephen Hiller. Fuck, yeah. Dude, that would have never I, got you that. You need multiple. I, I, who gets that? I would have never got that. Or someone who sees Independence he, Day like ev like it's their thing. Dude, and that was the thing is, I don't even know his movie name. I didn't even know that. I just. I didn't it. even know he had a name in the movie. I guess I. Did, oh, damn, that's a good one. That's a tricky one. All right, that's so like the a, little fun fact about the film: the 1996 film was considered a huge turning point for Hollywood blockbuster and started the summer blockbuster craze. It grossed over 817 million. It started the summer blockbuster. It did, price. man. The spaceship at Area 51 was a full-scale model and measured 65 feet wide. Back when they actually made movies, movies, and not fucking CGI. Right? Shit, they actually made it? They actually made that spaceship. How much did that uh, production cost? Um, that information is not on here. Uh, yeah. Is that me tapping? Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry about no that. No worries. No worries. Restless leg. Okay. So, uh, question number two. Here we go. All Which right. Which 1997 film stars Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, and John Malkovich? Con Air. 
Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Travis for one point. Here we go. Put the bunny back in the box. Common nerve. The film was a box office success, grossed over $224 million. However, many of the actors were unhappy due to the script between rewritten almost daily. John Cusack dislikes the film so much that he refuses to be interviewed about it. How many films has John Cusack done that he dislikes so much? I love John Cusack, bro. (laughs) He hates so much of his own work. Why? Why? It's just you know what this with is the, a classic with the drama that does go on that shit the rewrites would drive me absolutely nuts because that's stressful for an actor you're going through you're spending all your personal time because that's that's what things about actors and and teachers that people don't realize it's actors and teachers yeah a lot of their work is done on their own personal time mm-hmm. you know you're grading papers you're rehearsing you're doing all this shit it's on your personal time so when Things don't go planned and stuff on set when there's those rewrites. It takes a it takes a professional not to show that shit. Yeah. And I, and you know so I bet I bet you know John put a lot of effort into that and is staying professional he took, throughout. He took it serious, just but, like everybody else did. You know now the way he treats it and not answering questions about it. And That's stuff, just it's like kind of get over it. Yeah, get oh, over God. that shit. You made a classic. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Next one, number three. How many people were killed in this 1996 film? Scream. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. Scream was in 1996? Sorry. How many people were killed in the 1996 film Scream? Hint, it's less than 10. Okay. Okay. Let's count it off. Huh? Drew Barrymore. The very, very beginning. Why? Uh. Okay. Okay. Who died second? Man, hold on. It's been a while since I've seen this one. So I know Drew Barrymore dies in the beginning. Uh, uh, does Jamie Kennedy die in that one too? In the first one? And the two killers both die. And then... They just give me the names of the characters, so I don't even know which actors... Oh, I know. Billy. I know Billy dies in the end. Is that one of the characters? Mm -hmm. Billy. Yeah. Alright, and then I'm thinking. So the two... That guy... Her... Him... Seven. Damn, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> seven. The seven victims in order of their deaths are Steve Orth, Casey Becker, Principal Hembry, Tatum Riley, Kenny Jones, Stu Maker, and Billy Loomis. There are also seven stab movies total in the screen frame. That's what everyone... I almost forgot. The boyfriend was the first one to die, not yeah. Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot that one. Listen to this. Due to the popularity of the film, the use of caller ID increased more than threefold after its release. Isn't that weird how pop culture and stuff like that can really just like, kind of change just change the way we see things and just change society in kind of a way you know like that's not a huge thing but but movies dude, have like, a big influence on culture it's huge and yeah that's why that's why hollywood is so po- political in that sense because they know that they can drive culture because mm-hmm. culture is the only way to really influence anybody but that's why it takes it takes a certain form of intelligence to be entertained anymore yeah it does. Yeah. It's just like what we were saying. When you have the options, those options exist now because people are getting so offended and things quick to be offended or mm-hmm. anything like that. Is because they're not really thinking before they're letting <clears throat> themselves be entertained. Exactly. Be entertained. Think about all that stuff later, and then then you know, agreed. Fix it. Agreed. All right. 
next question. Where are we at? Number four. We're, gonna, we're only going to do five for today. Okay. Five. This is five. number four. Five. What year was Forrest Gump released? One guess. Can you give me a hint? Mm, I was 14. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. If you know my age, oh, if you know my, my year, my birth okay. year, then you'll know what. Uh, I thought I knew how old you were. Nineteen ninety five. Oh, four. So it's ninety four, wasn't it? It was yeah, ninety four, was wasn't it? God damn it! I knew it was nineteen ninety four. Son I, of a bitch! I know. And I, I changed. I went to nineteen ninety five at the last split moment when I was speaking. All right, that's cool. I even put the number in my age. Yeah. No shit. That's because I was born on, a, on an even day. I was born on. I'm an even year. Eighty. Uh, it's so. E it's like. Uh, thank God I'm like horrible uh, in, in math and that I was born on a. On, a, on, a good, <laughs> on an even year, like 1980, <laughs> dude, just add it up. You get it. It's like oh, so easy. Shit. Okay. That's good. 1994, man. Yeah, I was eight. The iconic film was the top grossing film in the U.S. for 1994. It won 45 awards, dude. Jesus. 65 nominations. After that, whenever he... he is, okay, hold on a second. I skipped that. Um, in the scene where Forrest first learns to play ping pong, he is told the trick is to keep his eye on the ball. After that, whenever he is shown playing ping pong, he never blinks. Also, in the first scene of each age transition, he is always wearing a blue plaid shirt. Wow. When he, when he's older, and the blue in the transition. Wait, what? It says here in each age transition. He's always wearing a blue plaid he's shirt. Always wearing a blue plaid shirt. I never oh. noticed that. Never paid. I never noticed either of those things. We we talked about this movie the other day. I do remember talking about this movie and how <clears throat> fucking sad and dark this film actually is. Man. Every ounce of it has got a negative, like sad thing. Even if it sounds, if it seems like I can't positive. Believe, I, I still can't believe the ending, bro. <laughs> it's just the whole Yeah. Messing I, around I, with I it. I still can't believe the ending. Oh. Like the fact that okay, so Jenny gets a spoiler alert. Jenny gets In case AIDS. you haven't seen this movie that came out in 1994 yet. And then knowing that she has a child from Forrest. That kid's got AIDS, right? The kid has AIDS. Forrest has AIDS. Everyone, everyone Everybody has AIDS. is dying of AIDS. In it's this like movie. Rent. What the fuck? I've never seen Rent. Okay. Spoiler we get, alert. There's, so there's one. There's another one I guess you gotta see. Mike has also not seen Beer Fest. And I've never seen Super Troopers. And Super... You haven't one seen any of the two. Broken Lizards stuff. Any of those guys. No. And I, you know what? I should be the one to see Super Troopers. I'm a comedian. So fuck. Yeah. It's but a good I, one. I know. I Maybe I just haven't got around to it. But I'm down to see it. Have it got around I've seen, to it. You know what? I have seen we're the beginning have, scene, though. We're going to have a session on the, the couch. Thing. We're going to have we're gonna have to start having, like, couch sessions, what we'll call. Like, you know, you guys, we used to film our podcast on the couch. We're going to have to have sessions where we show Reaction videos. These, these movies that we haven't seen, like... I've got a list of movies that Mike hasn't seen that he's got to see. Mike's got a list of stuff that I haven't seen. I haven't seen uh, Harold and Kumar either. Right. we got to have couch All sessions. All the Harold and Kumar movies. For yeah. sure. So, I'm sure. down. I'm down, dude. Let's do it. All right. Last question. Here we go. Who is Kaiser Sose in the film Usual Suspects? Who plays him? I need the uh, character's name and the, and the actual actor. 
Wasn't it the uh, the alternate identity of someone? Yeah. So it was Kevin was... Spacey's character, right? Kevin, yeah, okay, that's one. Uh, but what is the character's name? Dude, it's like, it's something really stupid. It's like doofus. A lot of listeners right now are pissed off. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, so mad. Because they know. I know. That's, that's they, you know, bring it on. Bring it on. If you know, post it, and uh, I'll see it in a week. Do you remember the nickname? No, uh-uh, I don't. I'm going to tell you. You ready? Well, it's going to piss me off. The name was Roger Kent, and his nickname was Verbal. Verbal. Yeah. God dang it. I knew it was something, like, simple, Yeah. but I, I probably wasn't going to come up with that. That's good, man. That was yeah. good. A good try, though. Yeah. Okay, 1995 film was remembered for its iconic plot twist. The usual suspects in the film are five small-time crooks, Dean Keaton, Michael McManus, Fred Fenster, Todd Hockney, and Roger Verbal Kent. Kevin Spacey took his role very seriously and had the fingers on his left hand glued together to He's make sure... a stutterer, sure, right? Yeah. To make sure his character's cerebral palsy was more believable. He glued his fingers together to make his character's cerebral palsy more believable. He also filed down his shoes to make them look worn down by his character's limp. Fuck, that's dedication. That's kind of what it takes, though, you know? The guy's a sicko in real life, but God God dang it, he's a fucking great actor. Right. I really, you know what movie I saw the other day that I really fucking love, man, is American Beauty. Yeah, that's really good. God damn, the movie's so good. There isn't too many, and uh, Life of David Gale. I've never seen that one. I know. That's a, that's a good... You yeah. <laughs> roll your eyes at me. <laughs> God damn it, Michael. You call yourself a movie You're lover. giving me the goddamn quiz. Uh, that one's a really good one. Seven, of course. You know. Seven's great. The guy's a beast. He's a good actor, uh, man. Yeah, he's a, but he's a sicko. He's a sicko. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's our show. Hey! The Fermunda show. I'm, I'm really glad that we're finally up and running again. We're going to try to get this done every week, at least once a week on every Monday to get released. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you guys enjoy your commute this Monday morning if you're listening to it on Monday morning. If not, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Yeah. If you got uh, any suggestions, any uh, weird news stories or any advice you want us to give you, you know, any stories like that, go ahead and send it on in. Uh, you know, leave the comments on the on the comments section, everything like that, and we'll, uh, we'll get back to you. Most definitely. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Look for us on every aspect of your podcast network and subscribe to the channel. All right. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. From Munda.